Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hello and welcome back to the podcast Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, Friendly Rich, and I hope you're having a great summer so far. This is uh, coming up here. This is episode number 167, a chat I had with the amazing bass player and singer-songwriter, creative Vivian Wilder uh, over Zoom. Pardon the... uh, It's a little funky on the audio, but you know what? It's chock full of gold, Uh, so get into it. This is my chat with Vivian Wilder, syndicated on CFRU out in Guelph, thanks to their support. And enjoy my talk with Vivian Wilder. Shashar. Want to get the essence? Just putting the pressure on. <laughs> All right, I can pause the recording. Okay, that's good to know. That's gonna okay, be hard I for put me. the record. It's recording. So, um, just be yourself. Okay, I'm gonna pause it. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I so we're, we're gonna. Okay, we're just gonna get into it. Just be yourself. I'm gonna pause the recording now. Okay, we're recording now. Great. Jeez, I could do that all night. <laughs> But let's, alas, I say, let's not. Uh, let me put my microphone more in the shot. That's perfect. This is what we call a, um, do you have what the, one? Well, do you know what this is? Is that like a foam isolator? You. You, yeah, you. that's the official term for it. And why do you know that? Because? Because. You're, you're in the industry. I'm in the industry. That's I how you know. It. You know, the thing, we're recording this via Zoom, and I wonder if um, I'll get isolated tracks or just one bundle. That's the question for uh, for Zoom today. Hmm. They've, been, they've been messing around with that. Let's try, yeah. just in the back of our minds, let's not make mm-hmm. a big deal about it, but let's try not to swear today. I promise to not swear. If you I'm... do, it's not the end of the world, but <laughs> our friends who are syndicating in Guelph, Ontario at CFRU like a good, clean show, mm-hmm. and it's what I'm trying to deliver. I can do it. I can do it. I'm a good auntie of three small children, Okay, and I'm really good at not swearing around them. So, Welcome to Industry Tactics, Vivian Wilder. Hello. Thanks uh, for having me you... on your show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um where do we find you in this fine day? What a beautiful background. I'm I'm ashamed that it's only audio that we're taking here. <laughs> Tell us about where you are this beautiful day. I am in Parkdale. I okay. live I live on the top floor of a Parkdale mansion. Okay. Uh it's a total talking. It's a total decrepit mess and uh I love it. <laughs> great, 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 great. Great. No, it writes itself with you, I find, right? <laughs> Um, do you have to work hard on being you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I, do. yeah? I, I really do. It's a daily okay. challenge waking up with with this hairdo, and uh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, I was hoping you'd say that because it, it, it <laughs> seems like it comes naturally. 
No, it's not. It's it's all fakery and and smoke and mirrors. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. So it's work. It's, a, it's work well, it's an you. industry tactic, you know. Yeah. Branding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Branding, branding, and uh, so like that doll behind you, looking backwards, looking up into the with the fly swatter into the inky void with the sw- fly swatter. That's all. This is all. You're working hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it. okay. it's a daily struggle. Okay. Well, I got you. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Um, uh, where, where should we begin? Where do you want to begin with kind of, because, you know, this could go two ways. Mm-hmm. I have found conversations with you to be wonderful. And <laughs> um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's like, oh, what a surprise. <laughs> especially at, at that one rehearsal we had where it, uh, where uh we started talking about new music and the u of t i knew you oh, had yeah. like i knew you had like a u of t university of toronto kind of uh in your uh, i actually i didn't know that i didn't know that that's why i was okay. asking what you were doing right. at, at walter hall the godforsaken right. the place where music goes to die right <laughs> oh, i almost swore there i almost swore there I'll well, um, we'll do that to you. Yeah. So yeah. you've done some time at U University of Toronto. I did some time. Yeah. Yeah. Um it wasn't uh it wasn't my favorite times, but they weren't no? necessarily bad times. Did you have to like did you have to like um fight to preserve your definition of what music is while you were there? I think it helped me solidify what my definition was. Really. Well, let's go for it. That's where we'll begin yeah. the podcast. How do you define what's your <laughs> definition of how what's perfect music to you? Uh, perfect music to me is something that uh, gets a reaction. Yeah, something like something that makes you feel something. Yeah, uh, that makes the performer feel something. That makes the audience feel something. I think that's about. That's very broad, but when have you felt that as a music maker? Uh um, lots of times being a bass player for other people. Yeah. Oh, I should have specified that. But you know what? <laughs> Do your homework, dear listener. Uh Vivian <laughs> Wilder is a bass player, among other things. Uh mm-hmm. singer, a composer. Um, how else would you what you're you're a creative human. I I like to make things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also do some visual art. I do some yes. writing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, well, okay. And then when when have you um experienced the perfect music as an audience member lately? Oh, lately. Yeah, whatever comes to mind. Well, hell, I I went to, I went to the Tears for Fears concert last week. And there you go fresh perfect yeah. it was yeah. perfect they were so good wow. they were wow. so i wasn't expecting them to be such a good show yeah but it's just like it's it's really fun to see people that are in like the later stages of their career yeah like slay there like, you go. amazing singers really good stagecraft just everything was like it couldn't have been better for that genre of music and that, yeah that like being in a big stupid yeah sort of stadium yeah. vibe yeah. Great. I um okay, so we're off. We're off to a good start. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, you know. Oh, wait, maybe that's the thing about you is like um I I mean, I don't know enough about you, so I guess everything is a surprise. But yeah. um where where do you where do you come from? 
<laughs> I <laughs> I don't know. I well, I've been in Toronto now for about fifteen years, and I moved here from Saskatchewan, which is where I was born and grew up. And right, and I'm an orchestra brat. My dad's a bass player. Was Whoa. the bass player in the symphony in in that place and uh raised by bassist yeah yeah so i have two siblings we all played bass in high school and i was the one that was like i like this because i'm dumb and uh kept Mm -hmm. doing it um Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i that's where i started you know i I went through the the classical stream but then in high school i started playing like electric bass in bands and i started playing with folk singers and learned how to like do improv a little bit more and open up the world of not just reading music all the time. So that was really important to break out of that. I think a lot of classical musicians don't. So there's that struggle with classical music, right? Of like, yeah, yeah. Just um, how to fit it in if you want to do other stuff alongside it. Do you feel like you've kind of gotten to a good point with that in your, I was also very like, Hmm. um, uplifted to see you in the audience uh at that nicole lise uh, opera last oh, yeah. year last year right yeah that was wild was like, like, all right cool like this is awesome knowing yeah. all the other amazing musicians that you perform with um in a regular week you know mm-hmm. but, yeah. but it's like okay this is part of your musical diet as well um mm-hmm. you are you happy with that balance right now in terms of like yeah for, for i mean it's always it, things are always shifting around and yeah. and yeah. Sort of, it's like because i do a whole bunch of different genres if you yeah. will it's like I, it sometimes comes in waves where i'll be doing one, a lot of one thing and then that'll sort of suddenly stop and then i'm suddenly like doing led zeppelin covers mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the time and then that will stop and now i'm playing bach in a church and then that will stop and then i'm playing my own music on a stage at the horseshoe yeah so it's like there's a lot yeah of switching mindset that's like that's like a a week in the life would be that eh? like okay 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 but which is great like if you ask me i think that's kind of that's what we're all looking for is that kind of um diversity in what we're taking in and what we're putting out you know Um, yeah i I like it too because i think you know having to learn all those different sort mm -hmm. of worlds Mm -hmm they all end up informing each other in a weird way. So like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get a, an interesting sort of like cocktail of, there you go. of influences that like, especially for me with like writing music and, mm-hmm. and then like, or like recording coming up with parts for other people's music. It's like, I have so much different stuff to draw from. It's not like I just do one thing and that's all I know. Yeah. So I, li- I um, like that. It keeps it interesting for me. <laughs> let's um for those who don't know, haven't heard much of your music, let's let's cut let's cut to a tune. Chef's choice. What what would be good? Like maybe something from your earlier work or earlier uh, work. I don't know. Oh. Or 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 whatever you're feeling. What do you think? Steer us in a direction of what we can play. Okay. Well, we'll first track off of my album Waking Up the Dinosaurs, which I yeah. released. Um, that was like my first band, rock band record, 2017. Uh, there's a track called Where's Johnny? It's the first right. track. Right. And I, 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 it's one of my, I have a soft spot for this one. It's about yeah. um, walking up Dufferin Street um, when I used to live up at St. Clair in Dufferin. Yeah. And 
that gosh darn Duff and Bus would like never come. And yeah. then there was this weird day where uh, um, I w- had just started seeing a handsome new man and mm. he was, he had a job hanging golf nets um, at mm. the like, beginning of golf season, like the, up on those like 30 foot poles and they have like the nets, I guess, to stop the balls from going off into the highway. I don't oh, really know. Yeah. But he was like a bit of a daredevil and he wow. like signed up for this job where you'd have to climb up these oh. 30 foot things with like no harness, nothing like, and it was oh. a windy day and he was gone for like 16 hours and I hadn't heard from him. So I just assumed that he had died. Oh, And and then I was walking up Dufferin and the bus didn't come. And I was like, so I wrote a song sort of from that Whoa. experience. Whoa. In the moment, like you wrote it, like. <laughs> I wrote it when like... I got home. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Where's Johnny from your 2017 release? Waking up the dinosaurs. Let's wake them up. That's married to this murderous son. Sometimes 
Johnny, powerful stuff. Um, do you was that a first for you to write in that kind of in the moment, or are you a writing after the moment kind of human? I'm definitely more of a writing after the moment. Yeah, like, same. I'd, I'd say like the general turnaround from like me having an experience then writing about it is yeah, like yeah, ten yeah. years almost. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Gestation period. But yeah. that's that's fascinating when it's like when it hits you. There are those moments. Um, and I saw you write about that recently, and I was really kind of, um, I, I thought that was beautiful because, you know, it's kind of fun kind of getting different angles on people's creative process. And that was definitely a moment where where you kind of re- wrote and reflected on it. I don't think, uh, anyway, I don't, it'd be nice if we did more of that, right? Like, where where does this stuff come from? Not to demystify it, because you are mysterious, but just to kind of let people in a little bit. Um yeah, well done. Thanks. Do, do, are, is is that work for you to try to share your creative process with people, or did you just go for it? You just went for it. Uh, I've been trying to be more open about stuff generally. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I think like I mean there is something like about being silent and mysterious and letting people guess, but. I don't know. I, yeah. I guess I've been I've done that for long enough. I'm I'm yeah. trying a different industry tactic at this point. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, do you grapple with I I I I know I do. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. The line between um, what's a good anecdote and what's oversharing. Yeah. Or the, fine. Uh, the the art and the 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 fact that we all suppose that we're supposed that we we we, we need to be sh- letting people into the room while even while we're making it to an extent yeah. has been a new kind of phenomenon i just yeah. it's kind of interesting right like yeah yeah i don't know where i lie on that but um i admire when people do i i do like it i like seeing it in others so it was nice it was kind of refreshing to see you kind of um walk us through that um hmm. yeah yeah i i don't i haven't traditionally done very much of it but yeah i don't yeah. even know what that term is because it's not art making it's like um it's like process review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ew, ew. Okay, we're gonna move on to a different <laughs> subject. So um so Saskatchewan, it did it treat you well? Was it a nice uh it seems like a really strong uh province for mm-hmm. for for music education. Would you would you uh say that that like like it's got a pretty strong Yeah, there's I think maybe because it's pretty like underpopulated um is if you go it? into music yeah. you get a lot yeah. of it 
personal time with teachers. And okay. I, I actually did two years of university at um, University of Regina. Okay. And I found that um, the experience there before I transferred was in a lot of ways a lot more valuable because this Whoa. the class sizes were tiny the teachers were just as good as mm. U of T if not better mm. um and mm. yeah it was just like you got so much more from each prof yeah um, I also felt like it was a weirdly betterly better betterly better designed degree because you actually had to take a bunch of non-music classes and then when I went yeah. to U of T they were like you get one elective that's not yeah. music related and everything else has to be yeah, music yeah. related and I sort of felt more like oh this is isn't this what like a, a college thing is instead mm -hmm. of it, mm -hmm. like the, the broad broader picture because I don't know I always thought that having some experience and, and insight into like all kinds of different fields is just good for you as a human <laughs> yeah let alone an artist let alone but yeah, an artist, uh, yeah 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 and yeah, I know U of T has been criticized for kind of just siloing out the way we make, make music. So if you're, mm -hmm. oh, you're going into performance, therefore you don't compose. Oh, you're going yeah. into composition, therefore you're not a performer. It's just like so yeah. weird. Like over compartmentalizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was... Um, so so university of regina that's it that's really interesting that it was a bit you would argue uh well just a different experience I totally mean, different carry yeah. it with you yeah yeah so you yeah, came like they, yeah go ahead go ahead they were both valuable but just for like yeah. really surprisingly different reasons the thing with u of t that was really cool was all like the world music ensemble stuff like i got to yeah. play in a klezmer group i like i had friends who were doing like mm. like african drumming mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know all kinds of stuff. I got to play viola de gamba in like a mm. viola de gamba consort for wow. for wow. a couple semesters. And 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 when were you at U of T? Like what what era? What time of year? I I moved to Toronto in two thousand seven and graduated from U of T in two thousand nine. I guess spring of oh nine. So you've been you've been kind of free of the academic. Uh, influence on your music for over a decade is that it yeah over a decade yeah wow yeah fun um <laughs> what what do you kind of carry with you from all that like what what do you what do you think how did it help you for the real world uh i think the biggest part was that it made it easy for me as like very introverted person to meet a bunch of musicians like okay. right there and i still work yeah. with a bunch of them there you go like if not directly from that yeah. period like a friend of a friend from that period yeah so it, it really just exploded so that's the, cool the music scene for me yeah so many people say that eh yeah. like it's so weird how that's a common thing like uh, yeah. of course the thing you carry with you from these like kind of not so great great experiences with with school and post-secondary is like the people mm -hmm. uh let's name names go ahead <laughs> name names who are uh, some you... of those people at least like direct links and then we'll talk offshoots if we have to all right well gordon highland my my mm -hmm. partner mm -hmm. we, we met he was in the jazz program i was in classical but we ended up playing a couple gigs together and then like five years later we're 
we're basically like common law and we've been together for over 10 years now. Let's um industry tactics. You heard it here first because on Vivian's website, uh, Gordon Highland is in brackets listed as a creative partner. Yes. You heard it here first. <laughs> this is common law. This is common law. Fantastic. Well, this is, this is a fantastic industry tactic. If you can find someone else who also does music. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you kind of double your odds. <laughs> well, or or who is in a creative, uh, I, I think, environment. I think that's very important or sympathetic to yeah. the, the creative lifestyle because yeah. it's not normal, right? No. What do you appreciate about? The, the it being like like what 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 do you love about it being it stands out it's not normal right um mm -hmm. highlight some of what you love about that about like having a partner who's also in no music? no sorry i asked the question wrong because i'm going to ask it again about like okay. what don't you like about the creative life uh -huh. but like what do you like the most about the creative life you get to sleep in sometimes not no, Some, there's not a lot of sleep. Not, there isn't really a, bit, a lot of sleep less, in it. There's less sleep every day. God, it feels that's so horrible. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. It's just like you get to a point and then you just you just wake up at deprivation is no good, matter though. what. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's good for you, right? That's what the Thank studies you. are showing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um. What do you like? What What, what else do you <laughs> like about it? Uh, I, well, I like that you get to travel, you get to you hang out with lots of weird, interesting people. Yeah. Um, you also get yeah. to meet a weird cross section of people who come to shows that yeah. are often stranger than the artists. I like Nicely collecting, put. collecting some of those people. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, who, and who yeah. any, 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 any people in Toronto that you can name on that end? Like who are the weirdos <laughs> that come to shows that like stand out in your mind? Well, there's like there's like sort of a a crew of awesome photographers. Yeah. That they I'm just like I have so much admiration for some of these like uh someone like Jack Martin. I'm sure yeah. you've yeah, yeah, encountered yeah. his several ba Babylon on Instagram right, or something. Right, 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 right. He he's just like yeah. an unassuming sweet dude that just yeah. like goes to all these punk shows and stuff and yeah. takes amazing pictures and just does that because he loves it and I'm that's so wonderful and yeah and, and encouraging to me that there's yes. people like that and yes it that's it, like a an important part of keeping the scene live right right mm -hmm. Be, because it feels like it at times it's a little threatened or vulnerable yet you have mm -hmm. people like that and that's good that's it's really good to to point out the photographers who are or just the people who are kind of vibing with it in in unique ways yeah furthering the creativity right like, it's yeah, like totally. giving it different um dimensions that's great yeah i really mm -hmm. appreciate that mm -hmm. do, you, do you kind of feel that the scene is um gonna be okay it's gonna it's gonna make it oh yeah it's a cockroach it'll always find a way mm -hmm. yeah. yeah there we go there we go that's the <laughs> we we uh we're 19 minutes in and we can leave <laughs> vivian wilder with the home run um <laughs> It's a cockroach. Yeah, that's really well put. I really believe that too. I think it's like, no matter what, no matter how ugly or weird or wonky it gets, um, it finds a way, right? Creativity usually mm -hmm. kind of, cockroach is kind of, well, whatever, man. Good. That was the choice. Mm -hmm. 
And and you know what? We'll say that again. I said I respect cockroaches. Yeah. You must, and you they to. they need maybe a new branding, right? Like mm-hmm. chipmunk to to squirrel to rat, right? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. all kind of yeah. No, they're all just doing their thing. Yeah, they're all digging holes. Yeah, cockroach is the music industry that we know and love. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, and then you know musicians are like the chipmunks that will just you know usually they're all cute and like eating peacefully and then randomly they'll murder a a lizard and devour it whole whoa whoa that's what the musicians are like yeah are musicians um the different kind (laughs) of musicians some of them will do that Mm -hmm. do musicians need to eat lizards to kind of get by to keep rising in the ranks of um is that the way to do it did they they, they i don't remember t- learning that at U of T, or maybe i did i think he probably did there were some <laughs> lizards probably along the way that yeah. was that was totally brought up in like just like the survey music history western music survey you know 101 yeah 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 the yeah, chipmunks was... eating the lizards are basically you know that's that's Mahler. When he That's wrote his, his his second symphony, didn't Mahler? Um, speaking of that, didn't Mahler do something with one uh, Schubert's wife? No, was <laughs> I, that? Oh, the, please, is, this is this sounds yeah. juicy. Please, yeah, tell. lizard music. No, I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, there, it was problematic. I don't know. Yeah, is that um, I mean, Mahler's? Is Mahler canceled? Let's do it right here. It's You're hearing canceling. it. We've, we're canceling uh, Gustav Mahler. Bye bye. This Hi, is was... great. This is great. Let's cancel yeah. uh, Schubert while we're at it. And his wife. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. I think I got that really wrong, uh, but, but but perfectly right. Um, yeah. There's no problems here. Did, what? So your dad, your parents, uh, your dad was a musician. Was your mom musical as well? Yeah, she loves to sing. Oh wow! And she did some like musical theater and some oh, wow. some sort of torch singing <laughs> at some point. But uh, she didn't pursue it as as like her full time okay thing. Okay. But it's always there. Like, but, yeah, my my parents are obsessed with music. Wow! And yeah, so they they kind of are they are they uh, how do how do they? I'm assuming they're very supportive of your uh, of of. You, you blooming into this Vivian Wilder character, which we should talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they're like humiliatingly supportive. So, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah. They Let's like to show up at all the gigs and when and, they're, uh, when they're around, like when they're, are, where are they, where do they live? Do they live now? They actually in... live in Toronto now. They, oh, great, they, moved. Great. They, are, they were originally from Toronto. Oh, dad, neat. dad got the orchestra job in Saskia. Okay. Um, stayed there for 35, 40 years and what a detour. And and then moved back. <laughs> what a detour. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So there, there's there, what did you call it? Uh in, in uh, they're uh, embarrassingly, not embarrassingly, no. Humiliatingly supportive. Humiliatingly supportive. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, that's great. You need that, yeah. right? I yeah, think yeah. Yeah, I mean, I lose all of my street cred every time they like, they come to my shows because so it's just it's, gu- it's, gu- gushing. 
Yeah. Good. It keeps me humble. Yeah. Good, 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 good. You're like trying to be that, like, you know, um, just staunch kind of whether you're, if you're, if you're in the background or the foreground of a band, I, you're just kind of, and they're, they're just there, like cheering you on, breaking character yeah. as I'm trying to do now. Where do you, when did you become Vivian Wilder? I don't know your actual name. Should we reveal it here? No, because I don't want anybody to know my civilian name, but, okay. but okay. Vivian Wilder, um, I, I picked that name when I was living in Austin, Texas and, uh, oh wow, yeah, we, and, we missed that. We missed that in the, when did yeah, you live in Austin? Uh, basically between 2011 and 2012. Okay. Uh, for it was like more wow. or less a year. Wow. Um, I was in a band that was to, like half of us were from Toronto, half of us were from Austin, and we would do like oh, a tour, sort of back and forth between the cities. And uh, yeah, it was wow, good times. Wonderful. And then I was trying to just move to Austin at one point, and uh, this is like sort of early days of of uh, like social media stuff still. So I just changed all of my online stuff to this this name that i had picked well, in the, um, so while that, in while in the band like uh, that was your... yeah yeah or just shortly after that okay. band sort of stopped touring okay. and, I, and i just started writing songs myself like i was like i need yeah. a I, I don't i don't want to use my real name uh yeah. i want to have a stage name that sounds cooler and whatever and uh yeah so i i switched everything online and it was kind of helpful because like yeah. i had i had p2 visas and stuff but okay. it's a weird world so i didn't want like if yeah. I was crossing the border, I didn't yeah, want to be yeah. easy to find. So that yeah, was actually yeah, that's, really that's, helpful. That's a really that's a really <laughs> smart point that to affiliate your at your civilian name with your your artist name. That's a, uh, is is great for border crossing. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, very smart. Yeah, at least for like a little while. I don't yeah. think like long term it's a good idea. Not a good it, tactic long term. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Always tr try to cross the border properly yes gentle it's not, it's not worth it yeah i could tell caught. you about getting caught and it is not fun i've also i've i've had some run-ins yeah. yeah 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 it's i wish it on nobody yeah <laughs> me too um well that's great and so you you you're with it now this name and and uh do you dig it? Do you feel good that you're gonna like just keep working this name into the into the future? Like it's yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it feels like yeah. it's my name anyway. Like half it does. Like, I don't. I don't like press it too much. I kind of let yeah. Like my friends can choose whatever they want to call me. And yeah, they can make up a name for me, and I'm happy with that. Like I, okay. I grew up with the, the kind of name that everyone shortens anyway, and like comes yeah. up with their own variation of how they want to you know, say your name. I've always really liked that because it often reveals a lot about the person, like what they choose to call you, whether they're like hardcore and like, I will only ever refer to you by the full name that your parents bestowed upon you. Right. Or I'm going to like use the cute diminutive version of your right. name. Or like, right. I'm going to make up some weird variation that's only mine. And, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it tells you a lot about a person. And I kind of like that. Oh, beautiful. I never thought of that, but yeah. <laughs> well, Vivian, um, 
let's play another tune. Let's okay. spin the spin the magic wheel and go through your repertoire. You have been busy <laughs> since becoming Vivian Wilder. You've put out how many records now? I've got two full lengths and two EPs. And I'm yeah. working on another full length right wow. now that's just about to get mixed. Yeah. That's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I've been working with um the guitarist from July Talk, Ian Doherty. He's been okay. and he's okay. been producing engineering with me. Right it's on. It's been a blast. Yeah. Oh, how fun. How fun. Yeah. Um pl- let's play another tune. Chef's choice. Okay, let's do uh let's do Never Lovers. This okay. is off of the EP I released in 2020, uh summer 2020, the uh, you know, the summer that never happened. Yeah. Um yeah. Oh, it was a great yeah. summer to release music. <laughs> um, yeah, all, the, all those album release shows. Super Is the exciting. bird on the cover? Did you find that bird or did you kill it on Spotify? I noticed for for never. I found letters. it. I found you just it. Found it. I had picked it up with a piece of paper to get okay, it off I see the, the sidewalk piece of paper. So, okay. so that nobody would step on it. Cause I, I yeah. hate that when you see, you know, it, it's easy to do, yeah. but yeah, I know out I of know. respect for their little body. Thank you. I thank you. <laughs> Let's respect the birds. All right. Here it comes now. Never lovers. We were never lovers, so I threw away your letters Now it's crouching in the stairwell, getting bolder every mile Treat me like a brother, guess you always did no better It's a telephone to nowhere now, smile, crocodile If we just lived in the same town, maybe we took me nowhere so i'll take you for a drive baby i'm no vulture i'm just trying to skirt time chew the fat drown the cat why you always coming back tonight i just want to forget even if i don't survive
never lovers. We were 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 never lovers. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, who plays on that number? Um, that is, uh, who does play on it? Kyle Tejera plays bass. Uh, Neil Whitford, who produced it, also played guitar. And Andrew Mullen, who mm. used to, well, I think he still is a teacher at Humber. He teaches engineering at Humber. He's an amazing oh, wow. engineer wow. and drummer. Yeah. You didn't yeah. play bass? No, I didn't. I think maybe I played a little bit of guitar on that EP, but mm -hmm. I didn't play bass. Great. Love I wasn't it. playing bass in my own band like yeah, until yeah. basically the, this last year. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw you do a set at the Cameron House once and you were it was just like you and double bass. Mm -hmm. Does that seem right? Yeah, I actually had I feel wild. like that that was the first time we met. I remember okay. this because like, and you might not remember that part, but I was playing okay. with Joe Ernwine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I yeah. Remember and that. then yeah. and then after yeah. the show, and I felt bad because I think we went a little over time and you were playing next. And it was like, Ooh. oh it was no, it was, mistake, was, was I did I seem upset by that? Because no, was, actually uh, you, you seemed oddly not upset because I was like, Oh yeah, shoot. who cares? Oh. But but you actually came up to me after because there was this like boomer that had come up to me and was telling me how to play bass i was like you should be doing this and you should be like adding fills here and like you need to like oh. emphasize this beat and and then he like oh, kind of walked away and you're like are you okay it's like it's fine i'm used to it but oh. you actually you like overheard this and i, yeah. I thought i was like ah oh, that's really yeah. nice that Ew. you checked in on me <laughs> right on right on yeah. well thank the ghost of rich past <laughs> You know, it was a Glad very. I remember the set. I remember the set. I remember the set. It was. It was. It was quite. Yeah, I, I was just very struck by it. Um, because oh. singer songwriters should put the guitars away. <laughs> Double bass is the future of singer songwriting. <laughs> right? All all the singer songwriters <laughs> need to play double bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's the new prerequisite. Yeah, that that will be timeless. That will never get old. No, it's such a more yeah. stoic look. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so where to go from here? What, what do you, uh, what do you not love about the music industry? You've been in it, you've been doing your thing. What, what annoys you about it or what, what needs fixing? Well, um, I think like the parts about the music industry that I've gotten the darkest about is like having like trying to lead my own project um mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. i highly recommend to anybody who's only ever been a side person like you should lead your own project because it yeah. gives you so much more perspective on how things yes. actually work um and you just learn great advice a lot you learn a lot but um yeah like i, I went through a pretty dark period after releasing that waking up the dinosaurs record mm -hmm. because it's mm -hmm. like i had put a lot of i'd like put my own money into it i mm -hmm. spent a lot of energy and time and mm -hmm. um and it was sort of like one of those moments that's like sort of a classic mistake like really putting like all my hopes and dreams into mm -hmm. it naively 
Mm-hmm. And then um, going through this process of like, I didn't have a publicist or anything. I was like, oh, I'll do like those online things where you submit to all the random oh, the on- online. Yeah. And I just, I got bombarded with like hate and I was, you know, yeah. and it was just, I wasn't expect I was expecting sort of rejections, but yeah. there was like straight up trolling that oh, happened God. and like on my YouTube channel and like just mean, uncalled oh, for like weird stuff. Oh, and, boy. uh, and then trying to book shows for it too, because I guess like it wasn't considered genre enough. It's like, no, you can't play it this, like, we don't know what to do with you. We don't know how to book this because your sound is too across a spectrum and it's not, mm-hmm. it's not punk enough. It's not rock enough. It's not folk enough. It's not anything mm-hmm. enough. And so mm-hmm. it was just, I had like so much trouble trying to get any bookings. Um, and then, yeah, I was sort of mildly traumatized and completely downtrodden about yeah. the, the sort of bullying that I experienced with it. And I basically was like, I don't even want to do music anymore. This has just sucked all the joy out. If you, if yeah. T couldn't, if you, T couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. This the was, music industry sure, sure doesn't help sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The difference is like when it's your own project too, it's yeah, like you're putting yeah, so much of yeah. yourself out there, whether like how much you smoke and mirrors it, it's still something that you personally spent your life force on. And uh Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I don't, I don't like that sort of part of the industry where there's these mean people that have yeah. no right to say anything and they find, feel completely entitled to uh, pass harsh, harsh, mean judgments on people without considering that someone's like, actually, it's, you're really putting yourself on the line by to doing think, anything. To th- yeah. <laughs> to, to think that your like throwaway comment on a, on someone's YouTube channel could like, literally put them into thinking that they they might not be making music anymore you know you know what i mean like it, it's yeah. like that that which is should, like we, what they yeah, want we should take it seriously to, yeah. yeah oh yeah. sure sure yeah, yeah. They, i guess they totally win at that point right yeah. they, they're they're not thinking that it's like oh wait there's emotions on the end of this that you're you know no. that you're affecting they're and they're happy if they do i guess yeah yeah totally. ew. ew i'm yeah, sorry to hear totally that goes. But yes. it's nice to hear that uh, the the good side of that story is that you persevere and kind of bounce back from that and keep just punching and creating things. I guess that's the answer to the yeah. what's what's the uh, what's what's the best response? The best response you, is you don't comment is, on yeah. YouTube. You just make more more music. Yeah, you just keep going. You just yeah. focus on the long game. Easier said than done, but you have totally. been evidently. You have been. Um, um, <clears throat> getting better at that the game of like publicist and promoting and mm-hmm. and all that you feel like you are like you're learning more like you're a little I'm more not- savvy you're not like emotionally gonna like run down that path again like, yeah like yeah for the upcoming yeah. release that you you know yeah. Admit, yeah yeah i'm i i don't know if i feel like i I mean, obviously, just like years have gone by since then, and yeah. if you haven't learned yeah. anything, then you're really like ostriching. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. But uh, yeah. What did you just call it? Ostriching. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like thank your you. Head in the sand. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But uh, yeah. The the just thinking of it as the long game. Like I, yeah. I, I kind of I feel like I needed to go through that too in a way to like get my head around it and mm-hmm. 
sort of take a break and like I got I like started gardening full-time you know for like a year and doing just manual labor and yeah at that time then I also happened to meet a couple key figures that sort of started asking me to do gigs with them and like as a as a bass player again okay um because I felt like uh John Brooks was one of them Okay. He he like I almost feel like he saved my life in a oh, way because wow, wow. he there he got go. he got me so much work through like his gigs and just being Amazing. like a great a great sounding board and someone Amazing. to talk to is like a bit older and had really good perspective of having already gone through all this crap before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also around I think the end of that year, that's when I met um, Joan and Tom. So okay, Joan okay, Smith yep. and Tom Uos, and they started asking me to do some some gigs with them and and that that has turned into a very important relationship as well listen to gentle listeners episode 93 in the throes of the pandemic joan and smith and the and the jane does joan and tom we interview them um yeah great and and it's lovely to see that whole like there's this kind of community building yeah. among among uh uh great artists you know and and i love it i love the fact that you're like leading this thing and then playing in so many i mean so many other projects including like the stuff we're doing we've done together mm. and and continue to do together you know i love that i think that's so yeah so it, it goes back to that 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 healthy diet you know yeah um all right that's the end of our podcast interview no um what 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 do you feel what do you you know i want to talk about um comedy because i see that you you uh connected with the trailer park boys oh yeah that's exciting um but what do you feel like you've learned the most and what would you want to uh kind of if you had to go to U of T again and 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 share like you know to dread that but no if you had to share with um uh, an, uh, an an up and coming kind of creative human that that what would you share with them to say stay in the game keep doing it your way i don't know what 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 are some of the lessons you've learned that you would want to share with them um well i mean what you just said just like stay in yeah. the game and do your own thing like yeah. i i've like with the, the trailer park boys thing for example mm-hmm. that's like that was such a like a hilarious and very random kind of like i i get i'm very obsessive when i start to like something so like i got obsessed with the trailer park boys years ago and <laughs> yeah and i was i've like rewatched it multiple times and and i was like you know as as like i myself described fangirl type so like mm-hmm. when i love something i want to make fan art about it so i was okay. like i'm gonna write a song about ricky because he's the best and and then i had the i, I was like well I like the song. I would love, I don't know how to get this to them. Like, but I I would love it for him to like, you know, it's like sending your weird drawing or painting to a, to an actor you love or whatever. And then it turns out that the trailer park boys have this mailbag thing on. Actually, I saw you sent all your CDs to them. Because I watched like every episode of the mailbag preparing to figure out what to send them. You're blowing my mind because yeah. I, of course, I've sent them all my, I, I, yeah. I send everyone all my stuff. And, uh, yeah. And that was like one yeah. of the first episodes of that. Really? That they did. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't even know that they opened it. They did. That's so they funny. Did. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go back. So I can look yeah. at that online. 
Yeah, it's like I think it's behind a paywall, but it's okay, like that's it's fascinating like four to me. Four bucks for a month or something. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, yeah. so you sent them your stuff. You sent them this song. Yeah, I, and I sent them like it's just a stupid amazing. care package. Like I just yeah. bought them a whole bunch of dumb crap that would just like it would be fun to see their care, them react to. Isn't a bunch that of the way? Stuff. Isn't that yeah. the way to do it though? Like to like you hear this story industry tactics now. You hear this story time and time again. Like. And mail is a dying art form. We have to try mm-hmm. to keep it alive. I I don't oh, know. So I don't know if it's the move of the future, but like to make something stand out among, I'm sure they get a lot of mail. So yeah. you did that. Eh? You you did like a. What what else did you put in along with the? the oh, like I put bong, in a bong. No, no, no. That's well, there was something called like the fish bong or something. Okay, and it was okay. like these weird <laughs> fish sausages that I found at an Asian market. And it was love just it. like, I can't just believe this it. is called bong. Like, I'm sure that means something in yes. Korean. Or, right. I'm ignorant, but it was just yeah. like, ha ha, this is stupid and funny. Okay. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I sent Bubbles, like, I sent him a book that was like, Why Cats Paint. And it's just like a bunch of weird pictures of cats Amazing. like leaping across the room. Very thoughtful. Paint. Super, you know, yeah. fangirl. I know yeah. what they like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, I was like, well, if I send them the song on just like a burned CD, they're yeah. probably not going to listen to it. So I had this, okay. like, I basically like woke up one morning, one morning and the first thought I had, because I think I had been like stewing about this in my yeah. sleep. So yeah. I was very obsessed. And uh I was like, what if I can get like a Walkman that has a built-in speaker and I put the song brilliant. onto a tape and load it in and there's already batteries and like that's all they have brilliant. to do is press play. And it totally, that's what happened. And it worked. Oh and it was, it was this adorable pink Walkman I got off like Amazon. And incredible. Was, incredible. It was really fun. The whole thing. That's And then so they ended beautiful. up playing the song on the mailbag. And then I got all these people that like yep. reached out to me yep. saying how much they loved the song. So oh, that's really nice. fantastic. Let's yeah. let's play it. Let's play it now. Sure. Um tee it up, tee it up. Radio style. This is Ricky by Vivian Wilder. You did it. <laughs> you did it.
Um, what a joy. What a joy to speak with you. And that's really like that for me that like th those kind of moves are special, right? It, it comes from love. It comes from an appreciation of of a they're they're, they're brilliant, right? I mean, yeah. of, a, of a really brilliant thing. And um, and all of a sudden you kind of enter their universe in a very beautiful way. Right. And, and very thoughtful way. Like, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it was fun. It, yeah, I didn't. I did. I did it not expecting anything. It was like I'm yeah, gonna send this yeah. package, and like ninety percent cool. chance they're not even gonna get it. Or no, you're kind of making or... me. You're kind of making me smile knowing that um, my package got to them because I just yeah. I just send stuff to people like a weird. I love doing that. I love doing yeah, that. Yeah, it great. opens doors. It opens doors yeah. too. You know, in yeah. a weird kind of in a weird way, it does. Well, because it's also it's like we're in an era where everything's so easy to just like oh I'll just email them or I'll just yeah. text them. Yeah. It's like to actually send yep. a physical thing that yep. you had to go to the post office you had to put it in a box you had to like do whatever there and even go. if it's like even if it's not full of random fish sausage like it's still a lot yeah. of <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um well what a joy i wish you nothing but um continued success what is the year ahead of you like how do you plan your because yeah this is the question i think i, yeah. I really want to get into knowing with your work is like because every week looks so different, mm -hmm. how do you, A, kind of stay grounded and B, just plan? Like, what's your planning cycle for the next little while? Do you have an idea what the next year looks like? Or, I mean, it's getting to that point now, I guess. Yeah. Um, like, okay, like I have this record that's going into mixing. I want yeah. it to be released by before the end of the year but that okay. probably at this point won't happen so it's like okay well that we could release like a song or two in yeah. the fall and then you know go yep. from there like but my, my one of my big philosophies that like i don't think it's like helped or hindered but it's just the way that i prefer to do things is yep. like i don't like to sit on stuff once it's done it's like well, you just yeah. want to move on like because i'm always writing i'm always making yeah. new stuff and i already yes. i still have yes. like a massive backlog i have a whole other record that's yeah. ready to be recorded there you go there you, you know? go don't don't like save so, it yeah or be too mindful of i'm on that i'm on that path with you like someone recently said like to me like um Oh, you know, like, and I'm, I don't want to listen to that dingbat from uh, Spotify either of like, you should put out four records a year. Oh, it's good. No. It's good for me, not you. It's good. Right? Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, it's right? quite obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I think, I think it's kind of cool to just like put the stuff out as it comes to and not think too much from it. Cause no one really knows what the right answer is. Yeah. Like, you know, no, uh, that's the, the big joke at the end. Yeah, like there's people King, trying to sell King you workshops and stuff. What's that? There's like there's always these people trying to sell you a book or like a workshop yeah. or some kind of master class about how to win at music industry. And it's just no, like, yeah, it's all, exactly. We're making fun oil. of that. We're making yeah. fun of that here, by the way. Like yeah. there is no winning. Yeah. Um no. there is no winning. But but it's uh like that band King Gizzard. Uh, well, how many records do they put out in a year? They seem to be doing just fine. It's like yeah. there are examples yeah. of like too much doesn't mean like no saturate who cares yeah. like put who it cares? out there like yeah. share your if creativity. that's what you want to do and that's you know that's your that's your cycle of yeah of creation and do yeah. it other people like they need to spend five years like yeah you know i i can't i don't yeah. feel good about that personally but i respect yeah, me too that other people need to and it's like sure yeah yeah i admire other people's um <laughs> outputs even if it's like 
Yeah, like I mean, I, I think of a guy like Nick Tian, and I just go, like, mm. "That's beautiful music." Like, man, yeah, it, you know, it, it ain't the number of records you're putting out, but uh, you know, at the same time, King Gizzard, there, it go, Pay, choose your own adventure, be the artist yeah. you need to be, kids. Yeah, yeah, choose your own adventure. Yeah, no one else is gonna do it for you. Well, there is that, eh? Like your phone ain't gonna ring. Although your phone seems like it's probably ri- is your phone ringing? Um, right now, in fact, it is. See, there you but, go. Yeah. Uh, what is what your your father? Um, what did you learn from your father that you you continue to kind of uh, um bring to life in your music to this day? Like, what has he instilled, imparted on you as a musician? Uh, I think the biggest thing from him, he also was like, was my bass teacher when I was, I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you there was nobody with... else. That's in, cool. In That's Regina, cool. But, um, and you were okay with that. Like it wasn't, we got thing. along great. Like we, great. yeah. Yeah. Wow. There was, wow. it actually was kind of, it's probably like, like wrongly good, but anyway, um, and the <laughs> beautiful language. It's <laughs> wrong. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Great to hear though. That's so inspiring <laughs> yeah. to hear that. Like, it was a positive thing, just that, like that you studied with him. Okay, so sorry, keep going. Yeah, I, I think his his big thing was just like it's all about the music. It's it doesn't matter like like technical proficiency is secondary to the the right. your own just like expression of like bringing something to life. Like when I was, he would be like coaching me with with like learning a like a ridiculous bass concerto that nobody wants to listen to. But I would have to learn how to play a stupid concerto on the bass because I was going through the classical world. Mm. Um, horrible, horrible music, by the way. I don't recommend listening. Yeah, yeah. To like who, Bot- who, who... Bottasini bass concerto. There's like there's like five of them because nobody oh, wants God. to hear a bass playing a concerto. It's just it, that sounds like com- comedy to me, though. It like, is comedy. It yeah, it's straight yeah. up. It's jokes. But um, you know, like he, <laughs> there'd be like. You know, you're being forced to try to play a bass like, as though it's a violin, yeah. which just isn't fair. Um, yeah, yeah. But like through all of that, it's like, well, can you just make it sound musical? Like, mm-hmm. Wh- mm-hmm. where's the phrasing? Where's your dynamics? Like, mm-hmm. it's not just about hitting the notes mm-hmm. like a robot. It's about mm-hmm. bringing something of yourself into it. So that, that's what I learned from my dad. There you go. What a beautiful note to end on. <laughs> Vivian Wilder. Any last thoughts, or is that it? You, I, you, you, you could have a surprise nugget. I want to, and I know we've been all over. I know we've been all over the place, so I'm just leaving it open for you here to, you know, cockroaches. We went from cockroaches to uh, fatherly Um, love here. What, what what else? What else? That's really, that was really bad. Yeah, I know, I know, um, I know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I, I will say that when you when you find good musical collaborators, like people that you're friends with, that you also like to play music with, mm-hmm. hold on to them because they are very far and few between the people that you actually really, really, really connect with, mm-hmm. and that that will spark the joy every time you play. And that that was like that that's a feeling that I've gotten after like you know that going through that period of feeling like I needed mm-hmm. to quit and I had to like mm-hmm. go do manual labor and stuff it was like I was also feeling very isolated and coming out of pandemic and like sort of 
meeting a, like a bunch of sort of newer people that's like mm-hmm. it's renewed my faith that there's like always a community there for you and you just have to like put yourself out there to find them yeah sometimes yeah. they'll find you really well put and austin versus toronto um thankful you're you remain in toronto um yeah i am now it was yeah. it was yeah. rough for a while because i mean yeah. just america sure. in general has just got yeah. a lot going for it and yeah as far as live music goes and yeah whatever yada yada yeah. you were just there too like you know yeah. yeah 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 but i mean there is something really special about this year place too right mm-hmm. so it's uh best of both worlds you know but if yeah. you're gonna go in go in with a fake name that's all i gotta tell that's, you <laughs> that's that's the main lesson here yeah 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 well all the very best take care of yourself hey you too thank you it's great to see you and always good to hang out and i really appreciate uh all that you do really oh you too man you're an inspiration do you want to what you thank you do you want to play a tune let's play a tune okay what's uh like the last tune of the you're gonna have to send me all these tunes by the way how's your memory that's fine uh it's okay you got a good brain it's no but i'll I'll figure it out um let's do let's do trash okay let's let's play trash that's off the newest record um released just last year in 2022 yeah just about a year ago now i don't from i don't believe yeah here it comes trash (laughs) great note to end on (laughs) all right take care vivian yeah you too man thank you doesn't matter if you love her because you gotta let her go drink your water Eat your dinner, watch your favorite TV show. You remember every feather, every satin ribbon bow. Stormy weather, it gets better. That's the only thing I know. So love standing in the shadows, standing with your back to the
there it was. You just heard Trash by Vivian Wilder. Go to VivianWilder.com to get into Vivian's body of work. Thank you, Vivian, for being on the podcast. It's a real honor to have you aboard. Go. That was episode 167. Uh, get into the back catalog of these interviews. There's, it's been a great journey so far. Thank you to our friends at CFRU and Guelph for um, syndicating and replaying these episodes. I hope you're having a nice time re-listening to them or experiencing it, learning what we're doing here uh, at Industry Tactics. And uh, next week we've got Weasel Walter from the Flying Lutenbachers uh, chiming in from Chicago. So that's an exciting chat I recently had. And many more coming up. So please follow, subscribe, do everything you can. Find me online at Friendly Rich and FriendlyRich.com. And we'll see you again very soon on Industry Tactics. Take care, everybody.